You are listening to Civic Conversations, a podcast collaboration between the League of Women Voters of Bloomington, Monroe County, and WFHB, and I'm Jim Allison, your host. We're pleased to say that you can find Civic Conversations each month on WFHB at 93.1 and 98.1 FM. Today, we welcome Karen Wheeler, Election Supervisor of the Monroe County Election Central, to talk about the upcoming election. Karen, thanks for being here today. Thank you for having me here. Uh, we've had an unusually troubled election season around the nation. Lots of states involved with warnings about ballot fraud, election fraud, voter suppression, possible hacking even of registration records. Do we need to worry about such things in our Monroe County elections? Personally, I think we're doing pretty good, but we always are on the lookout no, no county is exempt from anything, but I think our state of Indiana has done a good job of keeping us in a good cover for all the counties. And personally, I have not seen any voter fraud, but we keep our eyes open and making sure that everything's done correctly. Well, that's good to hear. Um, could you tell us about your own personal experiences during this particular election season? What have been the salient issues in your planning for this election? I think with everything that's going on, trying to keep everything safe and distant, you know, that social distancing has always been a, de a deterrent. It's a hard thing to handle all the time, but um, we're disinfecting and doing all those sort of things. And we just want to make sure that every voter that walks in, they get to vote and we know that their vote is going to count. Okay. So COVID has made a big difference. How else has this election been different from other elections if it has been? Our mail-in ballots are higher. We have higher numbers for that. And this time, at this point, I have mailed out about a little over 13,000 um, ballots to people. I've gotten back almost 8,000 of those. And in 2018, I had sent out 1,300 of them. So those numbers are quite a bit higher. And that all takes more personnel. And then, of course, more space. And it's just more work to get done, but we're glad to do it. But if we just have more space, it would certainly help us a lot more. Well, it has been a different election then in many ways. Let's step back into the past a little bit. Back in 2009 in Monroe County, there was a citizen's advisory committee that recommended that county officials scrap our insecure electronic voting machines in favor of a paper ballots counted by optical scanners. How has this system, despite its initial controversy, how has it worked out? I think it's done really well. I'll even actually be honest, at the first, when this first started happening and I wasn't in this position, I really liked the electronic voting. I thought it was pretty convenient. It was easy. It worked. And I think for Monroe County in general, it did. But now that we have the paper ballot, I think it is a much better situation. We can... Um, it's it's much more secure. We know that when you mark that ballot, you mark that box in there, you're marking that box exactly what you want. And if we do have to have a recount, we have those ballots. We don't have to rely on something that's electronic that we know that can fail, but that paper is going to be there. Well, that's good to hear. But what do voters think about it? I think we're so used to paper that no one, very few people actually comment on it. Although I had somebody come in yesterday and he wanted to know, when did we start paper ballots? 
And as you <laughs> have told me, it started in 2011. And I said, oh, it's been quite a while. And he went, well, I guess it's been quite a while since I have voted. So he was surprised. But usually people are not. Well, that's good. Would you recommend it to other counties? And if so, why? Or if not, why not? I would I would uh, recommend it. Again, for security, I think how it works is great. The drawback is on our side is that it's a lot more work. It's more costly. You know, when you can just have an electronic device that takes that ballot electronically, you don't have to buy the paper, you don't have to buy the toner, you don't have to have the printers. And of course, you don't have to store the ballots. You don't have to store the ballot paper. I have a ballot room that a lot of counties don't have to have because they don't have ballots other than on a V drive. Ours are, would be a V drive, but or like a flash drive. But I would like to comment on our ballot room. We have an amazing ballot room. We have a brand new security system right now that you have to have a, a FOB to get in and then also a code. And that's for a Republican and then for a Re Democrat, for both of them to have two um, things to do to get into it, authentications. And then once you're in there, we have four cameras, we have uh, an alarm in there. We also have motion detectors that are outside and inside and actually in the ceiling of it. So you can be rest assured that our ballots are very safe. It sounds secure, all right. Now I've heard that we can expect a post-election audit in Monroe County. What can you tell us about that? We are working on that and I think we're gonna be, I'm not for sure what type of audit we're gonna have, but I believe we're gonna have one. Nicole Brown, the clerk, wants one and when she wants it, we're gonna get it. So right now I've been kind of up to my eyeballs in the election, so I don't know exactly when that's gonna happen, but. I have great confidence we will have one this election. Okay. Now, let's talk about mail-in ballots for a little bit. They've been controversial. And in Indiana, a federal court recently rejected a lawsuit for mail-in ballots during the pandemic. But lots of other states have used them routinely for years without any problems. And several states just recently adopted them just for this pandemic election. Do you think Indiana should adopt a mail-in ballot? We do have the requested mail-in ballot. And anybody who qualifies for that can get a requested ballot sent to them. The one you're talking about is when everybody gets it. Yes. Anytime that you are changing procedures in the middle of an election, especially when you can't have the contact to get the training and um, figuring out how to do all these things, and you're just going to throw in a brand new system, you're asking for problems. I think when states have had it in place and they know how to run with it, that's one thing. But if you're just starting out, I think it would be very difficult for us to just say, we're going to send out 98,000 ballots to everybody. It's like, that's pretty overwhelming. And I think there you're going to get much more great, greater chance for fraud. Okay, fair enough. Uh, now, another problem, Indiana has typically had a problem with low voter turnout. Do you know of any evidence that accounts for this low turnout? of why we have a lower voter turnout. Um, yeah, not just speculation. I mean, real, real evidence. I really, do. I still think it has a lot to do with IU because in the Monroe County, we have a lot of registered voters that were IU students that moved on and then they have not uh, recanted their voter registration. So they're still on the roll. 
And so when we say that 40,000 registered, registered voters had voted, but our registration is 98,000, that could include thousands, maybe even tens of thousands of people that are no longer here, but we can't take them off the rolls until they request it or we go through a procedure with the state which takes years. So it can make it sound worse than it is. If we had just the people who are actually here, our numbers definitely would be higher. What about the way they do it in North, North Dakota, registration? North Dakota. I'm glad you mentioned North Dakota. That's my home state. They really? Have, yeah. Can you imagine knowing that? So they have no registration. No registration. You come in and you vote. And they have had no voter fraud. They're the only state in the U.S. that does that. But go North Dakota. That is really something. I'm glad to learn that. But I have one final question for you. It's a very important question, though, Karen. Do you have a weather forecast for Election Day? Oh, well, let me think. I say we are going to have the most beautiful day on November 3rd, and you all need to come out and vote because it's going to be a sunny, glorious day. You are a very talented weather forecaster, I must say. Karen Wheeler, thank you so much for talking with us today. You're welcome. Uh, thank <laughs> Thanks for listening to us on Civic Conversations. This is Jim Allison, League of Women Voters, Bloomington, Monroe County. The League of Women Voters is a nonpartisan, grassroots, citizen-led organization that has fought since 1920 to improve our government and engage all citizens in the decisions that impact their lives. I hope you'll join us next month when we talk about our, in the past now, November 3rd, Election Day, with Julia Vaughn of Common Cause.